Not worried about the uh, insecticides on your asthmatic lungs? Yeah, you can leave that in if you want. I don't care. Give them the outtakes. Give them the outtakes they don't want. (laughs) Hello! That was wheezy, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly my point. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. And of course, you the listener, because this is a podcast that is, is not only for you, but is is underpinned really and 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 and, 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 and let's not mince words, depends upon your uh, yes. emails, really, without which it would just be a couple of tossers. I mean who barely comedians and, and don't play fantasy Premier League. So so what is it really? Well I do, not in the off season. I mention the listener because mm. they've bailed us out again, and last last week I, I'm pleased we've uh, no, sadly not. Um, I am pleased that we've moved away from dead relatives and uh, places you've defecated as your um, email subject suggestions. Uh, okay, I'm not madly in love with which football player would you like to have a special night of passion with. Nevertheless, uh, Jen has been in touch, the manager of Ben Rama in pajamas. She says, hi, Matt and John, love the pod. As a Liverpool supporter, I would have to share a special night with Mo Salah. I feel like he'd give very good hugs. But Mm. if we're talking any Premier League player... And I think, I, you know, I'm a vested interest, but I would open that up to the lower leagues as well. Um, it would have to be Adama Traore. Oh, yeah. What a man. With that body, I think he could go all night. You, I mean, you make a good point about his body, but he's covered in Vaseline. You wouldn't be able to get hold of him. He's yeah, slipping like, all over the bloody bedroom. Yeah, good point. Like trying like to he... shag an eel. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to watch you shag an eel. Would you? Well, you'll never get that joy unless I die and you're first on the scene. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame that she calls herself Ben Rama in pajamas, but Mm. hasn't included Ben Rama. She's already got him down to his keks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I heard somebody on the radio this week say that Declan Rice had dragged West Ham to the uh, Europa Conference League uh, trophy. I thought I was very unfair on Ben Rama. Yeah, Ben Rahm, I mean, Bowen. Yeah, of course. Gives him a lot of options. Yeah, Declan Rice. Yeah, jumped I mean, ship. I, I wouldn't, Declan Rice isn't my cup of tea for going in that direction. Let's just think about Salah. Good hugs, do you agree with that? Uh, he's clearly a, a sensitive man, isn't he? He's, he's not um, He's not one of your 90s footballers, is he, in terms of what he'd want to do? Um, I think he's, uh, I think he's, he's clearly a man who, um, I don't think he drinks, does he? So no. you can you can get that out of the equation straight away. It's going to be a very serious affair, I think. Oh, but um, also it means the morning after he's not going to be spewing everywhere. No, absolutely not. No, and it no. quicker, obviously, with the absence of the uh, the old booze. <laughs> Um, but the hugs, I mean, I, I, because of his hair. Hairy chest, I imagine yeah, that that's would, what... But when you're hugging him, I mean, his mm. head hair would kind of um, gently cascade onto you. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I don't like hair on me. Mm. I don't like... It's tickly, isn't it? You wouldn't like that. And, of course, I mean, it's, it's obviously Jen's suggestion, but you and I both have somewhat hairy chests ourselves, and there's a risk of a sort of Velcro effect, especially God. without any further adhesives added into the mix. <laughs> 
and Adama Traore? Um, well, he's frequently being linked with a move to Leeds United. It's the uh, it's the little summer scandal that never ends. Um, it's their Vaseline that puts me off. Um, I think mm. I like uh, I like to feel skin on skin. <laughs> you could say to him, Adama, no Vaseline today, please. Uh, yeah, um, and he might go for you, John. No Vaseline. Yeah, it's, it's a conversation that's already put me off. Do you know what? Actually, I, I don't fancy it now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did see a lot of muscly men this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start to an anecdote. Yeah. I was in Chester last night. Oh, a lot of muscly men in Chester. Well, it's it the Hollyoaks influence. Mate, well, not just that. It was Chester races. Oh. It was like a Conor McGregor lookalike competition. <laughs> just all these angry men in blue tartan tweed suits. Yeah. Just looking so angry to be alive. Not yeah. a single smile on the faces of these lumps. Um, well, they've uh, Botoxed, Botoxed all emotion out of their face as well now, haven't they? Well, they looked, I don't know, it, it wasn't that. It wasn't, the, um, it wasn't the vanity face. It was vanity body, i.e. shredded, but like the mm. angry face of disgruntled, angry young men. You know, um, naughty schoolboy look. In a and suit. you were gigging up there, were you? I was previewing my new show, Inside Number Ten, which is uh, um, misread the email. Thought it was Chester Racists Weekend. Smashed it, and uh, don't know what that means. But yes, the gig was lovely. Um, but yeah, Edinburgh Festival, second to the twenty seventh of August, Inside Number Ten. That fun. Um, but previewed it in Chester, and I, I am actually quite a scaredy cat. And are you walking to the gig? Yeah. Was, was you know, I, I kept crossing different, crossing the road. Well, I spoke to someone from York this week and discussed the difference between the arriving race-goers and the returning race-goers. And he he was describing scenes of, uh, and this this will upset sensitive listeners, public urination, uh, explicit shouting. Good God. You don't expect it anywhere, but not not in the city of York with its chocolate museum. Come on. Trying to learn about the history of chocolate here, mate. I mean, this is the problem is that these beautiful places like Chester and York uh, suffer a deluge, an influx mm, of mm. The, the UK's best-dressed yobs who then <laughs> lay waste uh, to, not only to their town but to their rep uh, over the course of you know solid five days drinking. Um, uh, but, uh, oh, I, I couldn't get to sleep last night, John. For fear of the yobs? For noise of the yobs inside oh, and outside the hotel. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on now. Um, what but some... is good about horse racing? Um, I guess if you win a bet. Yes. Then that's good, I guess. If More you're... people lose than win, though, don't they, by definition, that, yep. that being the, the business model of betting. Sure, but you asked me what was good, and I'm trying to find the positives. I guess um, watching a majestic beast um, you know, hurdle across the ground and the... <laughs> All those noises, you know, the, the, the rumble of the hooves, the the sheer awe of, of one of God's mag- most magnificent creatures. And I guess it's just being in an enclosure getting smashed in your Sunday best. Yeah, like, there we go, there we go. I'll put a suit on and get shit-faced. Horses, isn't it? So horse You're now on the side of is. the job. Yeah, absolutely. You did, we discussed not, not long ago your penchant for dog videos of a night. Yes. Um, are you still uh, depending on those to get you off to sleep? No, I, this is the problem is because because I'm deep in preview season, like many <laughs> artists, 
I'm just I'm just working all day every day, so I'm getting back mm. late. I'm getting up early. I'm out. I'm doing my, you know working on various projects, and then it's just uh, I haven't had time for doggy memes. You haven't so got I'm time for a thirty second video of a good dog. <sighs> Maybe I'm just out of the dog. habit. Maybe I can wean you back in. Um, okay. I just saw uh, on social media a video, a social media, uh, a video of a lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you on board? Yeah, 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 go on. How do you think the lady's travelling? I think she's, oh, I think she's a small lady on a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has backfired. You're going to be so disappointed now. She's rollerblading. Okay. Um, she's a normal-sized lady rollerblading on a country lane, and to the right of her is a very excited horse okay. running alongside her, and to the left of her is a little dog, and they're all oh. going for a little jog along the country lane, and the horse sort of runs right next to her and just proffers its nose, and she oh. gives it a little tap as she's rollerblading, and there's a little bit of uplifting music on that, and you can hear the horse give a... <sighs> Um, I may not sound quite aggressive, but you know, a sort of happy grunt, the sort of noise I imagine you make, just just the last conscious noise you make before you drift off to sleep. That's what I imagine you do. <laughs> yeah. Get it all out. Well, you do have to um, this time of year, John. You know, hay fever season, and again, mm. if you're, you know, consult your GP. But I really recommend fexofenadine as an effective. Over the oh, counter. this is taking a turn. Oh. Uh, it's 40s drug push. Yeah, um, I would recommend fexafenadine washed down with some water. Um, what the fexafenadine? Do you know what? I Lovely. I, I was saying you. to one of the venue staff last night at Chester, I said, when I arrived, I said, can I get anything? Can I get you a glass of water? I said, I would love a glass of water. And, and I just said to them, I said, get me my rider. Check the email. <laughs> I said, don't address me personally. Email yeah. management. They'll let you know. Can I have the Wi-Fi password, please? And I said, um, I said I get a lot of abuse for it, but water is my favourite drink. And it, I, I wouldn't say it killed the conversation; but it definitely <laughs> slowed it down. <laughs> it went from just like nice small talk to what are you on about, mate? Yeah, tranquilizer, tranquilizer to the chat. Tranquilizer. What are you to supposed the to say? Well, it yeah, feels great, like the setup to a joke, and then it isn't. It's one of those. Yes, I think they thought I was being. Oh, you're the wacky, funny guy. Yeah, oh, here he comes, old old water lover. A whack attack. Captain um, Water Sports. <laughs> I think that means something else. Um, but uh, I, there was some... Oh, yeah, that, that was it. So I got back today and um, the Tesco shop just been. Get it delivered, don't you? I'm into a new crisp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Guess what um, it is. Guess what it is. Is it a brand new crisp to the market, or is it an existing crisp that you have just discovered? I'm not sure. Certainly the first time I've heard Ooh. of it. Now, the, the brand is existing. It's the flavor that I've not encountered before. A Pringle? No. No? I'm swimming in the right area. You're in the right waters. It's a walker, is it? No. It's not a walker. Rowback. Uh, what I was saying was it's not a walker by saying that it, it, it Pringle was closer if you if you can't. Okay, so it's a, it's a so it's not a naturally occurring potato snack. It's made of sort of a reconstituted potato, is it? Not potato. Well, it's a maize. I think a corn maybe snack? Right. Yes, that sort of thing. Uh, oh, fascinating! If uh, I was a, tell you, a, po- a pop chip. Yes, yes, yes. <gasps> He's into a pop chip, yes. right? Oh, now I had a very, very short-term but deeply passionate fling with the pop chip. Um, 
it's a good few years ago now, you could get an extra hot flavored pot chip. You could only get them in Waitrose. They weren't for they weren't for everyone. Pot chip yeah. decided only posh people get these crisps. Um, and then they took them away from me. They were absolutely yeah. delicious. Well, um, they is it a spiced mate. pop chip? It's it's pop chips, hot and spicy. Ooh. Oh yes, that's the spot. Yeah, that's got him. I'm googling it. Pop Ooh. chips, hot and spicy. Traoré's just walked in. <laughs> it's John. So, as you know, we, you know. I think you and I are on the same page. We like spicy crisps. Uh, chili mm-hmm. wave Doritos. Yeah, we like to be punished. Yeah, um, giant watsits. Now, a lot of those as well as being spicy also have that lovely sweetness. This is like a genuine spice flavour. So it's got that slightly flatter, mm. more savoury chilli edge. And it, and it is very strong product as a result of that. Suitable for vegans, suitable for vegetarians, no artificial flavours or colourings. Where's the flavour coming from? Well, I can tell you. Uh, it's coming from a base of dried potato and rice flour. Um, then that's fried in a sunflower oil, and then you've got your hot and spicy flavour. Of course, what is the first ingredient of the hot and spicy flavour? Oh, what of the flavour of the overall product? Yeah, of the flavour. What is the first ingredient? Hot and spicy flavouring. Little square bracket. Chili. Maltodextrin. Oh, yeah. Can you taste the maltodextrin? You know what? I think I can. <laughs> While we're talking about ingredients, yeah, was that sexy? It was. That's what I was just about to say. I'm now bollock naked. I <laughs> um, <laughs> <than> need you. <laughs> um, I found out this week, as you may have found out, it was trending on Twitter. And I thought, no, no, no. Mm. Aspartame has basically been. Oh, it's um, carcinogenic. Yeah. But this is no secret. But a carcinogen is different to like, oh, it might be bad for you. You're like, they're basically saying it's like fags. I think it was always understood to be a carcinogen, wasn't it? No, that I was think carcinogen is something different. Aspartame. Um, I've been drinking so much Coke Zero and Diet Coke. I just, I have you? How much are we talking? When I go to like right during the day, I, I'm having like three or four bottles of Diet Coke. Oof. Sometimes I've six cans of Coke Zero oh, in a day. I mate. feel like I've been smoking 20 fags a day. Is it time to wonder whether Coke Zero might be your favourite drink? I've stopped. I've stopped anyway. Giving it, You've I've got, got cold it. turkey? Kick the can, man, yeah. Wow. Good, well, good on you. Um, have you ever checked for palm oil in a, in a food you're eating? Um, we discussed this through the week. I'm not sure I have. I mean, I, I can I can pledge to if that would help the greens. Well, I tell you what, once you open that trap door, I know there's something down there. <laughs> there, it's bloody everywhere. It's but you know what you can't find without it bread. You are as simple a product as British bread, good old British bread. Yeah, the staple upon which this country thrives. It's in. Every bread, it's in your baps, it's in your finger buns. Give me some, some, some of that sweet finger bun. It's bloody everywhere, and once you start that, that's a slippery slope. It's everywhere. Then but you I think, don't get what it. What can I eat? And people are still doing. It. It's like they don't listen. It's like the bread and industry is not listening to CPFBL. Well, I'll tell you who's listening: Jacksons of Yorkshire. You can. Uh, this has turned into a right little unpaid ad fest, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, they're palm oil free their bread I don't Ooh. know what else is in there I've not looked but it's How palm you know oil that? free but because it says on the packet palm oil free 
Have you got the packet in front of you? Uh, no, I don't have bread in my office. I think that would look weird. It would look like I was living in here. I would okay, feel a got... bit depressed. Yes. I do have, have you... a food stuff in here. Do you want to hear me eat one? Yeah. Here we Tell go. me what this is. Not a lot of football about, is there? I'm going to eat no. one now. Come. Would you say ASMR? I'd say these mm. were quite a chewy the product. noise I make when I eat it. Mmm. So chewy, not crunchy. Would that be true? Oh, very. Yeah. And confectionery rather than savoury. Yeah. Mmm. Um, well, I dribbled a bit. Oh, um, maybe... So they're in a packet, and it doesn't mm. sound like you have to individually unwrap each one, so I don't think it's Chewits, and I don't think it's Fruitang. <laughs> August think... the 6th, the first game's back, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> fuck me, we're ready, aren't we? Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Did that ever go in? I kind of lose track of uh, what makes the edit. Um, I'm going to go... Did it? it did, producer Danny. That you fucking would. snake ruined his head again. It's just slagging me <laughs> off on the last podcast. I listened back to that. It was actually more heartbreaking listening back to it. <laughs> <laughs> you were just joking oh, there, you, Danny. That's a big laugh, that as well, wasn't it? Genuine. Yeah. <laughs> deep, deep from the guts. <laughs> deep from the guts for Manny. Clearly has a favourite out of the two of John and I. I'm going to go... Is it a brand I would know, John, or is this going to be some sort of obscure oh, vegan thing? I don't thing? know. Have you, have you heard of Klepper and Klepper? Are you being serious? <laughs> That's who makes it, mate. Klepper and Klepper. People okay, who I'm... know now are saying, bloody hell, he's only got Klepper and Klepper in there. Klepper and Klepper uh, vegan tubits. <laughs> <laughs> Klepper and Klepper present. It's in an oldie-worldie like paperback. Present oh. the best blank ever according to Klepper and Klepper. It's gluten-free, it's salty, and it's vegan. Now, salty is the particular flavouring that I prefer in this product. Popcorn? Licorice. <laughs> you are going to have terrible, <laughs> terrible shits tonight. Oh, fingers crossed. One can only hope. There's got to be some stimulus in the day. Are they individual pieces of licorice, or is it like yeah, a licorice wheel? Yeah, they're a trapezium shape. Um, a trapezium or a rhombus? Um, okay. Couldn't quite tell you, actually. I think I think it's a trapezium when it's four even sides, isn't it? And a rhombus if it's a sort of rectangle on its side. I don't know. But okay. uh, it's, a, it's a classic trapezium of licorice. It's very chewy, and it's just oh. got that salt to offset the sweetness. So I've, I've Googled it. It's like the Umbro Diamond. It is exactly like the Umbro Diamond, but yeah. it says Klepper on it. Yeah. Um, speaking of shirt sponsors, Ooh. Nottingham Forest now sponsored by Adidas. Yes, in terms of a shirt manufacturer, yes. That's good, isn't it? It is, yeah. Very cool. Iconic. Obviously, calls to mind, 7980, um, and less memorably, 2015. But um, they always make good kits. I, I, you know, I actually loved the kits last season, but big club. Big campaign. You, you you want your 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 Adidas or your Umbro, don't you? Mm. Must be nice to have a manager and a team and be able to talk about shirts. A manager, a team, clothing. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about Leeds, John? You can only now? dream. Well, it's frustrating. I, I guess it's down to the big wigs at EFL Towers. Um, is that there's... what your kit is next year? Big wigs. <laughs> That's our shirt sponsor. Yeah, Barry's big wigs. Um, I'll take one. 
Oh, I got a lovely picture of me yesterday from the side. It's an angle. I saw it and I thought that's going to be a bold spot central. And Show you can me. barely tell. You want me to send stick you it? it? Stick it on the group. Stick it on the group. It's nice for us to have a picture that isn't a heaming mound of crap in a festival toilet. Talking of which, we did get a we did get a tweet from uh, um, at least one person saying, "Where's this photo of the long drop?" Paul yeah. said, "Where's the long drop pick then?" I'm not yeah. on Twitter, Paul. Come on, man. What's your threshold though? How many people would you know? Like that guy famously years ago said, "If I get a million retweets, I get free chicken nuggets for life." How many people would I have to ask for you to? publicly share the picture you took of a mound of crap but the, there's no benefit to me getting extra ass no but there, there will come a point at which you know just the you think it's it's worse for me not to share it now no. if it's if it's ruining your life if you're putting out tweets about other stuff and people are like shut up mate long drop and as you're walking down the street people are shouting all right long drop <laughs> People are chanting it all through your previews. Um, I, I, I noticed Ed, Ed Miliband has been back in the day. Long drop, long <laughs> drop, long drop. If you just let me, um, Lorraine Kelly. Um, uh, can you do Lorraine Kelly? Ooh, long <laughs> drops. <laughs> now, John, you were sent a photo of a long drop, I believe. <laughs> yeah, Not bad. fine. Not bad, yeah, know. fine, fine. It'll Off the cough, innit? Oh, I just threw it at you. So go on. How many people have to tweet you for you to tweet the picture of the long drop? No, I can't tweet a picture of it. Why? They'd have to tweet me and donate. If 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 you raise right. a million for a million quid, I'll tweet it. A million pound for charity. No, nope. there you go, Britain. Direct. Oh, to you, not charity. No, nope. to me, million pound because it's, it's all downside for me, isn't it? I will be forever the person who tweeted. Disgusting I understand what picture. the differences between going public on a podcast of the sort of man who photographs other people's shit in a toilet and actually itself. sharing it. The actual picture itself you know, is foul. Do you, you know the know only that thing that's worse is the sort of person who pretends he's taken pictures of shit and then doesn't actually give people what they're asking for? Do you want to be the sort of person who takes pictures of shit or just talks about it for kicks on a podcast um, that's even worse what's wrong with you you can't go to me in this way it will not be effective i'm looking at the photo you've sent me mm-hmm. and i can see why you like it because it's from the side it's a yep. profile shot firstly it's a lovely tender photo of you and your daughter but also from that angle you're not bold mate i'm not bold and also you'll you'll vouch for this it's backlit so there's a there's a ray of light right onto the old BS. You can't yeah. see it though, can you? What do you think of the guns? Yeah, good. I would yeah. say it's a, a well fitted white. Why are you wearing a white jacket? Um, I'm hosting a new game show. Okay. <laughs> um, I was at a fancy dress party. Okay. Um, and I went as Manuel from Faulty Towers. Okay. Is this yeah. like um, is this sort of thing Prince Harry wouldn't do anymore? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know, I first went as uh, Pauline from League of Gentlemen Lovely. and uh, walked into the room and the first three people I spoke to had never seen League of Gentlemen. And I'll tell you what, the difference between going from being Pauline from League of Gentlemen to a man in a bad wig with lipstick all over his face and a pen sellotaped to his chest and two balloons stuffed up his shirt, that's a quick drop. But you hang on you had two you? outfits i did yes uh well i actually had three um i was originally supposed to be i went with my wife the comedian actor uh bafta nominee lucy beaumont uh she's flying at the moment she's having a great year yeah. um she wanted us to go as marge and homer simpson great idea 
I procured Marge and Homer Simpson outfits from a local costumier, and she said they were not good enough. Okay. Um, so <laughs> then panicked. Did you say, mm, Ow! Put and that did you in go, the trash! Did you go, Don't <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can't get enough of that wonderful duff. I would have gone Barney if it had been my choice. Don't cry for me. I'm already dead. I've got a more Mo Sislak. If I was going to be any Simpsons character, I don't think I'd need to dress up to be Mo Sislak. I've got that sort of depressed alcoholic demeanor about me. Um, anyway, she said there was shit. So I panicked and um, decided to go as Pauline from League of Gentlemen. But at the last minute thought, yeah. I hate fancy dress. As you know, I loathe it. Um, yes. And the reason I bought these specific outfits was basically like a mascot outfit. I paid wedge for these um, because just an all-in-one. Slip the head over, full-on light, feet, hands, everything. Yeah. No one's going to know it's me. I'm not going to have to talk to anyone all night. Um, so then I panicked. Um, and then I thought, well, actually, Manuel from Faulty Towers is a staple of uh, you know British comedy history, and also basically means later on in the night when you've all had your oh who are you ah ha ha you rip the moustache off you're just a guy in a nice suit yeah but that's cool yeah better than that than not I mean I can't hey, believe you can't be a fan of fancy dress no I'm not no but more costume changes than a Rihanna concert John I can't believe like you've turned into a diva like I've I got mean a that costume a good change way. on the tour. Wow. I've got a full costume change on this tour. And if you want to see that, then uh, get yourselves down the old Hackney Empire on the 7th of September. Um, the um, That must be sold out. Uh, we're doing all right now. Yeah, we're, we're into the upper circle now. Guys, let's get this gig let's sold out. Let's get this bloody upper circle sold out for crying out. That's the best place to view from because I'll tell you what, upper circle in the Hackney Empire, you can see the f***ing bald spot, mate. Don't you worry about that. You'll get a good old view of it. You could come straight in and go, he is. Do you promise to turn your back to the upper circle at some point <laughs> and really show it off? Because that, now that's the sales pitch for these last few seats. I've got to get off the stage, haven't I? Got to get off. Got to get off. Got to get off. I'm not going to go off like a crab to no, just avoid I mean anyone is, seeing my bald spot. Give them a damn good look at it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I've had a few tweets on this tour, just in the it. interval. <laughs> It's your own fault for checking your social media in the interval, but I just have a couple from blokes saying, you're going bald, aren't you? (laughs) Such a deep, deeply personal way of acceptable bullying. But you talk about it, I guess, in the show, right? No. Oh. So this is just unprovoked. Why in the name of hell fire would I talk about going bald? Because you're a comic. This is your truth, man. This is your comment. No, but you know, I'm not. Like... I'm one of the sort of fit young ones, though, aren't I? We're not supposed to age, you know. Me and the me and the guys, you know, Russell, Ian, Sterling. That's our thing. We're like ageless, sexy guys. We're yeah, Ian Sterling's ten years younger than you. So's Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> <laughs> he looks ten years younger than you. <laughs> he does. He's not ten years younger than me. He's not thirty, is he? He's not. He, Let's I have think a look at this now. A few years younger than you. I, I think putting yourself Yo, in the you bracket. You said ten, mate. So why don't you stop rowing back and put your frigging money where your mouth is? How <laughs> much younger than me is Ian Sterling? Five years. Yeah. So half of what you said. Ah. Yeah, you little shit. Well, do you know what? Newsflash. Let's go over to Hugh Edwards with the news at Matt Ford. He's five years younger than you as well. You prick. Yeah, because you're know, 40 as well, mate. I know, but I never claimed to be the same age. I didn't say we were the same age. I said we were part of the brand of young, sexy comics. Hmm. Yeah? 
me, mm. him, um, all the other ones, um, Tom Rosenthal. Yeah, he looks young. Yeah. Oh, let's let's see who people also searched for. Oh, this is interesting. Ah, oh, this is a good Ooh. game. Who is the first male that pops up when you get the also searched for under Ian Sterling? And if you get this right, I give you a thousand pounds. Steve and I'll Bajaya. tweet the picture of the turd. Steve Bajaya. Tommy Fury. What? But that's purely because he's trending at the moment. I'm not sure why. Um, KSI agrees to Tommy Fury's take it or leave it fight offer. It leaves uh, me cold, all this. I, 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 I don't get the internet no more. No, I don't get anything. I'm actually getting less digital. I, I'm really into cricket now. Right, then. Who comes up when you search for Matt Ford? Uh, Very interesting. Tony Blair. Uh, no, you wish. I'm fourth. God. I'm bloody offended by that. I'm bloody mm. offended. Well, go on, then. Who are the others? No, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Do you know who's sixth? Uh, Fred uh, McCauley. Oh, it's because of House of Games. Is it? Yeah. you got a beef, have you? I beat him at House of Games. And he didn't like it? Well, I wasn't feeling that competitive, and I really liked Fred and get on with it, but he, he was definitely a bit competitive in episode one, and I thought, well, I'm not going to lose. Here we go. Went for it. Who's the most uh, searched-for person alongside Matt Ford? Matt Ford and oh maybe Alice your Levine. great showbiz mate of course it's Alice Levine your best Excellent. friend in show business who you do your proper podcasts with that's all scripted and that and you get to do your little voices don't you and be all serious about cry- she'd been murdered number two is the director Sean Foley Oh, yes, we just worked on a West End show together. See, this is the difference, John. <laughs> you know, you, you mock me, but yes, it's my um, wow, podcast award-winning um, partner, Alice Levine. It's my mm-hmm. West End playwright partner, Sean Foley. Yeah. Hey, a busy little bee, aren't you? Well, I mean, you have to admit, they are excellent collaborators. They are two people who are actually talented. Sure, I am honoured to be fourth. Absolutely honoured to be so fourth. who's third? Um, Paul Pot. Nice. What's that all about? More progressive than I'm usually... Uh... It's Al Murray, of course. It's Al Murray, of course. All your showbiz bosom buddies. Great collaborators. People with high talent. Can I nice ask you, Go on. while we were talking about football shirts, you... have you seen the new Barnsley shirt? Shall I Google it? Uh, yeah, do have a look. It's been uh, It's oh, been going that? viral this week. Um, as possibly the worst kit ever. Oh, fuck, that's terrible. It's it looks awful. fake. It does look fake. It looks like the sort of thing you buy on holiday. Well, funny you mention that. Someone once gave me a Malta kit, and it looked like that. Mm. It's all. Oh, Would it you like to so describe it? Because the, I think the basic premise, I don't mind a centralised logo. I don't know yeah. how you feel about that. I yeah. like the collar. You're a 96 England kit, mate. You know, the greatest advert for a centralised uh or should we say centred logo? Um, nice color. The collar's nice. The trim on the sleeve is nice. And then it's got six huge white stars mm. across the chest area. It just looks so cheap and crap. It's pure <sighs> as well. I'm slightly surprised they've made something like that. Mm. Awful. Awful. That's business. just really bad. I mean, you, you, that would surely put people off wanting it for Christmas. Although. Four. Big white stars, they look like snowflakes. Maybe it's aimed at the Christmas market. Thoughts and prayers with uh, Barnsley fans? Always just consistently lighting candles for him, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ever lit a candle? 
Uh, I've got a candle next to me now. I mean, in like a church and and oh no, because I don't believe in all that. But my daughter does. So sometimes we'll, uh, if we're on holiday, you know, you're going a, a foreign church is something different. Um, she'll sometimes go in and light a candle, and there are parts foreign of, church. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's going to be different. I don't like yeah. foreign church. I mean, you think they're going to serve lager in the foreign ones? It's, it's different over there. It's funny. I don't like the taste of the foreign wafers. Um, um, no, I must admit, it's one of the things I'm most joyous right. about, I have to say. I'm trying to, if anything, I find as I get older, I'm too meek and I'm too understanding and I'm too mild. And I've lost that, that passionate hatred, which I used to have. I'm getting it for the Australian cricket team. I know. I'll tell you God. that now. Oh, Oh, it burns inside me. Oh, the fact they celebrated it. I mean, if you're going to do that, fine. At least have the f***ing decency to look ashamed of yourself. I know. I love it. I love the needle. I love the fact that Lords was kicking off. Yeah. Were you down there? I was at Lords earlier in the week, actually. Yeah, there for the first day of the test. You've just time. written a West End play, haven't you? Yeah, bloody good. Yeah, yeah. Bloody we should good. chat, actually. We really bloody should. Um, well, people are chatting to us, John, because they've emailed. We've had no, they haven't. Emails. They have. Elliot has been in touch. Elliot is someone we've talked to many times. He's many times. <laughs> he says, hello to all the boys. <laughs> that makes it sound like um, all the boys listening rather than just Bit. us three. Yeah, a bit regressive. He says, as someone who's originally from near Glastonbury, John is 100% correct when it comes to people talking about it. You could have been to the moon and all people would only care about is if you got a good spot yes. on the John Peel stage. Infuriating. Yes, yes. It's not called the John Peel stage anymore, is it? No, it's called Woodsies. Mm. Which, you know. Like ever, the pub anyway. we used to go to in Kingston. Oh, that was Woodies. Yeah, close enough, isn't it? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You said it was like, uh, so, uh, I accept. He says, secondly, as the only listeners to take part in the doomed team takeover section, I'd like to thank Danny for the excellent <laughs> pies, mash, and gravy. Although, who knew that mash could come in such a vacuum-packed form? I'd like to see a picture of that, Elliot. He says, now for the punishment. Previously, we threatened oh. the loser to undertake the 24-hour McDonald's challenges. Bloody hell. The loser must spend 24 hours in said establishment. However, for every item off the main menu, reduces the sentence by one hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not aware of McDonald's vegan options, so venue may change. That's a really good... He said, thanks for the entertainment, especially the slow demise of John's love and happiness for the sport. Um, <laughs> we could eat a McPlant burger, couldn't you? Yeah, but they only do the McPlant. I'll tell you do. what, Burger King, you can get the Whopper, you can get yeah. a, a vegan bacon uh, cheeseburger, and you can get a vegan Royale, and you can get vegan nuggets. Royale. So... Royale. Chicken Royale. Yeah, Royale. You sound like the guy down the road. You met Royale? <laughs> um, it's a French word, you philistine. Oh, my God, you're in Burger King. Do you not say Pull Big Mac with an American together. accent? I do. I'll get a Big Mac and fries. Can so, I get a goddamn Big Mac over here? What's it got to do to get a fucking Big Mac over here, douchebag? I don't feel the pull of McDonald's anymore, you know. I mean, maybe hungover I do, but anyway. Um, Matt says, how about Vinnie Van Der Veet sits on a stool at the back of the stage for the recording of John's Hackney Empire show, but he cannot mention who he is or why he's there. Mm, yeah, not... Uh, listen, you don't... You don't... F- with a guy's professional legacy. <laughs> yeah. Legacy. You know what I mean? I've got, I've got a fan in Australia. What's he going to think? That's his bloody thing doing there. What's that bloody papping? I thought you hated Australians. 
I hate the, the Australian cricket team. Off. Uh, that's not Steve Smith. Steve Smith's I don't face. Think he's a fan. Steve Smith's face. Uh, you could write a, a a paper on that. Could you? But he just looks like he, he, you know what he looks like a frat boy. <laughs> he looks like someone who'd make you play beer pong. I don't know what it is. I don't want to play it. I just want a pint. I yeah, want to play looks, games to drink. He looks like, and this is a, a as deep an insult as I can think of. He looks like a swimmer. Yeah, you know why? Because he's got a face like a ninja turtle. So he's got a partly amphibious <laughs> face. Oh dear. Well, I feel we've taken our revenge now. That all makes up for that cheating. Yeah. Although it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't um, Besto just a bit naive? Oh, I don't Come know. On. Come I, on. I think uh, had had he not clearly marked out his uh, position behind the line, looked and then moved forward. It's not like he's sort of in motion of the strike. He Fair ducks, dues. so he says, "I'm not playing the ball." Then he looks down to check he's behind the line, well, and then dues. he walks forward. Fair so dues. I think he's clearly saying that's the over. The only mistake he made was not waiting for them to shout, "That's the over." Are you into cricket then? I like the Ashes. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel bad that I didn't like get us tickets. Look, I'm sure you and uh, Finty and whoever these fucking West End yeah. jerks you go out with. Jerks! <laughs> <laughs> Me and John T had a lovely time. You will be you will be jealous of this though. So go to day one of the second test at Ashes. There was a few of us. So I can't claim that it was just he and I. Yeah. Met Zaltzman for a couple of beers afterwards. Oh, do you know, I've enjoyed the work of Andy Zaltzman oh, on TMS this week. What a He's, man. I, do you know what I am? I'm a deeply bitter man, and I loathe the success of my friends. It pains me deeply, and it's not just that I don't want them to do as well as me. I want them all, I want their careers to die completely flatlined so that I'm the only comedian left. Um, however... The fact that Andy Zaltzman now gets to work on TMS is a sort of, it's a cosmic justice. Yes. It's where he belongs. It's the thing he's better at than anybody else in the world. Yeah. And, and I'm very glad for him. I love him. And he's brilliant at it. He's so good at it. Yeah. So, who else should we be nice about? Should we end by being nice? Oh, let's end by being nice. I've never done it before, nice. have we? Who else should we be nice about? Nice. Um, I can't think of anyone else I like. And do you know what? Do you know what? That's the last thing I'm going to say this week. I'm ending on that. Okay. So John leaves it there. And the big question, really, I mean, you know, should we just wait until football comes back? No, we need to keep broadcasting. People need us. Do we? Yeah. It's too much fun to not do it. That's a lovely question. Has a podcast ever been so needy? Do email in if you need us. Yeah. It's not the end of Labyrinth. Should you need us? (laughs) Well, email us. Hello at cpfpl.com. Oh, last thing to say is leave us a five-star written review. Help us get up the charts. Bye. Bye. Tommy Duck.